16 seniors with limited cell service didn't shower for three days. They slept on the ground in the desert and they had the best time. Hear all about it today. It is time to go field tripping. Got a good reason. the Field Tripper. I'm your guide, Amanda Adair, upper school science teacher at All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler. Each week, I introduce you to fun and educational sites you can visit around East Texas if you have an afternoon, a day, or a weekend. This week, we're featuring one of our spring 2023 stretch trips, a week of camping in Big Bend National Park. And with me today, I have four of the students that participated in the trip. I have William Lukenbach. You want to say hi? Hey. <laughs> I have James Moore. Hi. I have Lauren Kiblinger. Hello. And I have Annie Comte. Hi. Perfect. Y'all sound amazing. Good, good, good. And so y'all are seniors this year. You are counting down the days. You have what, four left? Yeah, we yeah. have four and Envi- or three in EnviroFest. Three in EnviroFest. That is kind of lost awesome. track, but you lost due tomorrow. And I still have so many things that I haven't done. Oh, I no. <laughs> Maybe they should have made it do a little bit later. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, yeah. Well, well we're trying to get you out of here. <laughs> All right. So um, these students, along with 12 other seniors, went with Mr. Adair and Mrs. White the week before spring break for our stretch trip. Uh, being a senior wasn't a requirement, though. It's just that the trip was so popular, the seniors jumped on it first. So first off, can you tell me, what were you thinking? Why? What was it about the trip that made you sign up first before anyone else? Well, it was like the longest trip, and I wasn't trying to come back to school and go to classes or anything. Okay, okay. If there were even going to be classes, I don't think there were. Uh, but, you know, I was just trying to... I don't know. It's like the last year. Might as well enjoy it. Do something cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Had you ever been camping before? Not since I was like tiny. So I don't remember camping since I was, you know, little minuscule. Did that so like deter you at all or not? Nah, I was like, well, well, we had like Mason and Caleb, like two Eagle Scouts. So I figured we were okay. They just carry us all the time. So, you know, gotcha. cool. we were fine. So James, what was your thought? Why'd you jump on it? Um, honestly, it just seemed like the most fun. I feel like I enjoy being outdoors and compared to the other trips, it just seemed like I would enjoy it the most. It's the most outdoors, most definitely. It is the most outdoors. (laughs) You were outdoors the whole time. All right, Lauren? Yeah, I definitely think like just being in school like every week, it's nice to have a break. Mm -hmm. Um, especially like one thing for me is just like being away from like my phone and just having like a break in my routine, I think was one of the reasons I picked it. Um, and I'd also like never seen Big Ben. So I guess that was like, if some people have already been there and I just wanted to see it, just, I like seeing new places. So awesome. Yeah. Annie. Um, I think because it was a new experience, I, I mean, the only camping I'd ever done was like in a backyard mm-hmm. and also it was a part, like a place I'd never been before, like Lauren said. So that was kind of the main draw. Also it just seemed kind of a fun activity to do with friends. Cause I like hiking. Yeah. So that was a big draw for me. That's awesome. 
Very good. Awesome. So good. It almost seemed like a retreat mm-hmm. to me. Like yeah. last year we had the group that went and stayed in the monastery for a week. It almost seemed like that, except mm-hmm. camping and outdoorsy. <laughs> it was a reset. Yeah, it totally was. Um, so let's go through the week real quick. The first day was a lot of driving, mm-hmm. um, but I did hear you had an interesting stop. Tell us about the zoo. So we stopped at an abandoned zoo in Cisco, Texas? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. We'll go with Cisco, Texas. Mm-hmm. It was on the way. It was a little bit out of the way, but not by a lot, by like 15 minutes, I mm-hmm. think. And so we stopped at an abandoned zoo that was built in the 1920s. And of course, there were no animals in it anymore, but we kind of hiked around. We got to go into the cages because the bars had all been removed. And then it was just kind of a nice chance to explore and stretch our legs because we'd been driving for five hours, I think. Yeah. So you got it was a- kind of a nice break playing in those places. It was yeah. it was so fun. Like <laughs> when you think zoo, you think sort of like a flat area with just like a bunch of just cages uh-huh. and stuff. It was like built on like a hill. So it was all uphill, all really like rocky terrain. And like plants had grown over where like the old cages used to be and there weren't so much cages, they were more like enclosures. Mm-hmm. And some of the bars like were still there. Like so they're like half, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but like half there, half gone. Yeah. And it was just crazy to just, like, climb all the stuff. It was, like, so much fun. And there was, <laughs> there was like, graffiti everywhere and, like, <laughs> a lot of, like, broken glass. But it was so, it was so cool. <laughs> That's crazy. So when you guys are planning your own trips, make sure you plan things along the way that aren't just stops. I mean, Bucky's is cool, but that was especially cool. Plan some stuff out of the way to, to stretch your legs a little bit. Um, all right. So second day, you made it to Big Bend. Tell us about the park and your experience there. Yeah, I definitely think that um, getting there was, like, eye-opening because when we drove in, it was, like, such flat terrain. You could see mountains in the distance, but Mm -hmm. it was, like, kind of like a desert, and I wasn't expecting that. But then when we got to our campsite, we were in the middle of a basin, so it was so different because you felt like you were in Colorado in the mountains. So I was, like, thought, like, when we were driving, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun, but I was, like, didn't know if we were literally going to have our tents, like, tents in the middle, like, of a desert. Like, I was, like, kind of didn't know what to expect. And then once we got into the mountains, like, it felt like we were camping up in the mountains, which was so cool. The view was beautiful every morning and night, so it was so much fun. Yeah, it was so cool. I fell asleep when it was flatlands and, like, oil rigs and everything. And then when I woke up, all of a sudden there were mountains on all sides and, like, amazing views. And it was uh, it was really cool to just sort of be, like, teleported in a way. That's awesome. mm-hmm. I think what, that was also one of my just favorite parts about it. Because when we drove in... To the park, it like everyone said, it was really flat and it was really hot. So in our van, we rolled down on the windows, mm-hmm. and Mr. Adair just started playing the most like old, horrible but so great country I've ever heard in my life. Horrible, dude. I said <laughs> so, it's so great. I said so great, and it just fit the vibe so well. And it just I kind of went into almost. I I don't think I've ever felt more calm in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was really awesome. It was just a nice kind of time to relax because we drove for about like 30, 45 minutes before we got to the basin. And so it was just kind Mm -hmm. of a nice chill time. Yeah, it's one of those things where like the pop music of today would just not have fit. Mm -mm. It wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. All right. So third day, there was a canoe trip, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Oh, you're laughing already. What happened on the canoe trip? A lot. Well, we were canoeing down the Rio Grande and... uh, Man, I cannot canoe. I'm really bad at it. 
I think really we thought it was gonna be like a like a lake moment where it's just you know flat water uh-huh. and like it was a lot of the time, but like there was definitely a current, so mm-hmm. there was more control than I think we thought. Like when we were getting the tutorial, he was like, "Okay, you're gonna have to like take on these rolls," and we thought we were just gonna be paddling nicely down. But there ended up being like some rapid areas, and it was so fun at the end. But it was a little mm-hmm. intimidating, um, but it was really cool because it was like the split between Mexico and Texas. So we got mm-hmm. to say we went to Mexico. We illegally crossed it the border. Was, it was my favorite day for sure. But it was just like a little intimidating getting in the boat and being like, "Oh no, we're actually like having to do skills. We can't just paddle down." Mm-hmm. And since it was so shallow too, there were some really sharp turns. And if you didn't go into those turns just right, you just kind of drift into all like the weeds and stuff that was growing over mm-hmm. the bank. Mm-hmm. And they told us before, they're like, if that happens, just duck. And I remember that happened to me in my canoe. We were paddling, me and Ashley Block, and we just had to duck. And like all these weeds were just whacking us in our heads <laughs> for a while. And it was certainly interesting. I learned a lot on that trip. That's good. Uh, shout out to Mason Adcock, Eagle Scout extraordinaire. Saved my life multiple times in the canoe. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was my partner on the canoe. And I can't canoe, but he can. Okay, good. So it was mostly him, like, yelling at me, like, do this, do this. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. You're, you're rolling on the wrong side. And, uh, but yeah, he really saved my life many times. I'm pretty sure I would have totally wiped out on those rapids, but he really came in clutch. So thanks, Mason. Also, shout out to William, Mason, Eli, and James for keeping me and Ashley cool on the river. <laughs> Were they splashing you? Yeah. No comment on that. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> So um, you did get the honor of being our very first international stretch trip by going across the, yeah. <laughs> to the bank. International. <laughs> you got to set foot in Mexico for just a second. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. All right. So tell us, who is Clay Henry? Clay Henry is the goat mare of <laughs> Terlingua, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he's great. He, I would vote for him. He's a real <laughs> character. I think he's a real people's person. Although I think his, uh, maybe he should let his wife take the reins. I think she, she is more popular. I think people like her more. So hey, didn't we Henry. think that like the female goat was the male goat? We like yeah. confused yeah. them. Yeah. A lot of people thought the female was Clay Henry. Sorry, horns. sorry to yeah. Mrs. Clay Henry. That was a bit rude of mm-hmm. us, but forgive and forget, I guess. So you got to feed him? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a little dispen like an old gumball machine dispenser where you put in quarters <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you cranked it and the food came out. I'm so sad we couldn't give the goat beer. Like a lot of people <laughs> used to give the goat beer like back in the day. Yeah. Like I think there's like some animal cruelty regulation well, that you can't <laughs> give goats beer anymore, which is ridiculous. Like either that or maybe Miss White didn't let you buy it on, <laughs> on yeah, the trip. Uh, maybe that's well, the like, issue. I don't think there's a drinking age for goats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That was no. the biggest goat I think I've ever seen in my life. He was, he was very definitely large. well fed. Well, but he was tall too. Mm. I didn't expect like he was like miniature donkey size. Yeah. It was crazy. Anywho. Awesome. All right. So out of the, everything that you did that week, what stands out as the most memorable? I would say just like having never been camping, um, definitely like making the food and also just like being, having fun, like spending a lot of downtime. Like we were super busy, like we went hiking and canoeing, but there was also a lot of times like sitting at the campsite where we just like played cars and listened to music. And I'd say mm-hmm. that was pretty fun mm-hmm. just to like be away from just like normal life, like driving and TVs and just like being out in nature and like spending time with each other is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think some of, 
like the best moments just between us girls was having to go get ready for bed late at night. Yeah, that was like walking to the bathroom. That was certainly a, it was a trek for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it was really fun. It gave us a lot of time to kind of just reflect and like think with each other and also by ourselves. But I also think it was just like a good reset for the like the people that went because we kind of bonded through it. That's it awesome. And I would say, like, all the entire trip was so much fun, and I don't really have any negative parts to it, even the 14-hour, however long drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that was pretty long. <laughs> yes. The, the best part, though, had to be waking up extra early in the mornings. I was one of the first mm-hmm. people up. Mr. Adair was usually the only one else, like, mm-hmm. awake and moving around. And it was so cool to just look out at the stars and watch nature and the whole world wake up up there. Uh, it was really surreal, almost, in a way. Awesome. Yeah. Really? What, are you, uh, what are you going to tell your future grandkids about? <laughs> uh, go hiking. Go out <laughs> into the like wilderness and just disconnect from everything. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like, I don't know, I think everyone else has said this, but it feels kind of like freeing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, sort of just by yourself or with a group of people, you know? But, like, even in, like, the small moments of the night when you, like, wake up, like, if you had to use the bathroom or something, you're just, like, out there walking. It's just so much different. And the sky is just so much clearer. Like, you can barely see any stars here in the city, right? Mm-hmm. But out there, it's, like, crystal clear. We saw a rocket. We did see a we rocket. We saw, like, a rocket cross the sky one night. And we were like, oh, my God, what is that? What is that? What is that? And it turns out that our, like, sky at night is just so filled with light pollution that we can't see stuff like that here. Mm-hmm. But you can out there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah some, some people, people were like, like, oh, I, I made a wish on it, it but then it turns, turns out it was a rocket. It wasn't a flying star. <laughs> it's not a star. Yeah, it's not a star. It's a Chinese you satellite. You can't see stars anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Chinese satellite or something. <laughs> yeah. like, like, crash. You crazy. just wished upon the Chinese <laughs> satellite. <laughs> but it was far enough into the trip because where we were all just kind of like, I don't want to say delirious, but we were certainly more comfortable with each other. And so we were on a night hike, and Mr. Adair was acting crazy Mm -hmm. and we were all acting crazy with him and so that on top of that I think at the moment was just so fun and just kind of surreal and freeing like you said when we became like tribal at the end (laughs) (laughs) primitivism yeah you know he did come back kind of deliriously happy he was just so great they're all great the trip was great (laughs) I was like okay (laughs) it was I agree but it was yeah it it sounds amazing Mm what did you think of the observatory that was it was cool. It was okay. cool. I was yeah. a bit. I was a bit tired. Yeah, we were all pretty yeah. tired at that point. We were just. So, like, yeah. yeah. I think. I think if I was able to go back, I would enjoy it more and probably pay more attention. But mm-hmm. still, it was really cool. So tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear. We were it. all just waiting to take showers. Yeah, we were all. Finally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You you appreciate the finer things mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So for our listeners out there, make sure you remember: don't always pack every vacation with digital mind-numbing visits running around crazy sometimes the best experiences are where you're quiet and you're outside and you're just just enjoying nature so thank you guys for joining me today Um, and thank you all for listening to the field tripper Um, please feel free to visit my website linked in the show notes for additional info and I'll put up some photos from their trip so that'll be a lot of fun to check out and email me with any feedback or ideas at aadare at all-saints.org Take it.
Clay Henry did not sponsor this podcast. In fact, no one did. Knowing that you and your students are getting out in the area, learning about our world is worth all the sponsorships in the world to me. Phil Tripper is a production of All Saints Episcopal School, hosted by Amanda Adair. Music credit of Caleb Ott. Until next time, go outside and keep exploring. I found out. I found out.